listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope that 2020 is already going jolly for you and you are out there making your life brighter and everybody else's life brighter around you. My name is Winifred Adams. I'm your host, and I'm so happy to be here with you in this amazing year. It is a 2020 year, which means it's technically in numerology a four year, but it's two and two. So it's like two divisions, half of your brain, half of your heart, and the two energy has an amazing polarity to it. And on the upswing of that, it can be incredibly powerful and incredibly positive. On the other half of that, it can be kind of all or nothing. So choose your path wisely this year. And we're going to jump into making life brighter with the most amazing shows and the most amazing series this year. I promised you a lot and I'm going to deliver. There's so many cool things that are upcoming and happening. And uh, I just can't wait to share them all. We've had an incredible year last year in 2019 and we showcase to you some of the work that we've been doing with Tom Palladino and his scalar light healing and he is helping to mitigate virus on this planet through his amazing scalar light energy and we will continue to have those case histories and shows coming up so you can share with other people who may be suffering from AIDS or herpes how they too can be healed from this using this technology that Tom Palladino has invented and brought forth So I encourage you to go back to the archives and check out those shows. We had one last week. We'll have more for you. We have so much more to come. And we have powerful, amazing women that we've been showcasing. And uh, we have one of those women today in our amazing women series. And her name is Kat O'Sullivan. And she's here and she's going to share with us her incredible gift in life and her powerful story of what she's done. She is a dear and sweet soul on this earth plane and she's definitely making lives brighter with her company k-shift so we have so much in store for you and if you have questions or want to hear a topic please reach out to me at mlb at uh, mlb radio at makinglifebrighter.com and you can reach me there you can subscribe to our show on itunes worldwide Check us out on Facebook, and man, oh, man, we have cool things upcoming. For all of you medical intuitives out there, we've got a special surprise coming up later this month, and uh, I'll be sharing you with sharing with you more about what's coming with the app, with the books that are coming out. Oh, my gosh, we have so much, and yours truly is going to be hosting a new TV show on Awoken TV this coming year, so we're going to have that for you as well. We're going to have it everywhere. And now I'd like to introduce to you our beautiful guest today, Kat O'Sullivan. Welcome, Kat. Thanks for coming on Making Life Brighter. Well, thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity. And Winifred, I I know I've shared with you before that there was kind of a uh, fateful call that I received uh, many years ago, you know, when the phone rang at 9 o'clock at night, little did I know that this call would change my life forever in ways that I couldn't even imagine. You know, I and heard Terry, who, <laughs> yeah, 
I, I heard Terry, who she was a new colleague, not a close friend, explaining that her son Mikey, who was two, had been just diagnosed with a malignant brain tumor. Things didn't look good. And, you know, she wondered if I could come to the hospital to support her. And quite frankly, if you had seen my thought bubble at that moment, it would have been, what the bleep? Why is she calling me of all people? And, you know, little did either of us know how providential that call would be. So I got in my car begrudgingly and kind of negotiated with God the whole way there. Uh, you know, like, why me? Why now? What is this all about? And then I found myself, you know, going to the uh, children's oncology unit. And I have to tell you, Winifred, it was like walking into the twilight zone. Mm, I, I just yeah. had no comprehension of of what that world looked like, you know, seeing these young kids walking around with their IV poles and, you know, just, you know, despite their circumstances, you know, acting like, you know, they were just having a good time with each other. So it, it was, you know, it was like Twilight Zone and challenging all of my perceptions. All of um, your resistance, really, because what happened to you in this amazing story that you're you're sharing with us, it was life-altering for you. And... I bet you didn't expect any of that, and, and you got a sweet surprise, though. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, tell us, it was, tell it us what happened. Really it was, really was amazing, and I ended up spending six weeks um, at the, the oncology unit supporting Carrie and her son, Mikey, and during that time, I noticed this little, what I characterize as a gaggle of girls. You know, they were like four little girls, five or six years old, they're bald, they're walking around with their IV poles and, you know, just seeming to have a great time, which really challenged me. And I noticed this other little girl who was kind of on the periphery. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when I asked the nurses about her, they explained that um, her parents had abandoned her when she was diagnosed. And, yeah, I'm like, what? You know, this, this is like April, and her parents had dropped her off in the middle of December, and when she was diagnosed with the same malignant brain tumor that Mikey had, they left and didn't come back. Mm. So she had been there for five How do months people do with, that? How can someone do that? <laughs> you know, it's it's really incomprehensible, and at the same time, you know, I... One of the things I work, <laughs> I work on, sometimes successfully, other times not, is, you know, getting out of that judgmental mode and just saying, you know, I had no idea what was going on in their lives that, you know, would cause them to do that. And I, to this day, I don't get it, but <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. And so I, you know, I determined to spend some time with Vanessa when... Um, when Mikey was sleeping or getting treatments and, you know, over that six week period, there were, you know, just a lot of things that happened that caused me to really bond with her. And, you know, I, I asked the nurses, you know, was it possible for her to be out of the hospital at any point? You know, she was getting serious 
chemo and radiation that really knocked her out. But it seemed like there were times that she was, you know, able to function. And they said, well, sure, yeah, there are weeks where she could be at home, but she has no home to go to. And I said, well, you know, is it possible for me to take her out, like, to the park or to McDonald's or just to get her out of here? And and they were like, oh, yeah, right, no way are they going to let you do that. And I'm like, well, I'm a licensed foster parent. Um, I'm, you know, been checked out. And three days later, I had a social worker approach me, and she shared that the doctors and nurses had shared with her that Vanessa was doing a lot better since I got involved, and, you know, would I be willing to take her? And I'm like, to McDonald's? To the park? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Another defining moment. And and I and they were like, no, we were, you know, I understand you're licensed and, you know, we could get, you know, the court to give you permission to take her as a as a foster parent, as a foster child. And, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, <laughs> kind of took my breath away. And yet I was so bonded that I said, uh, uh, OK. And then for the next three days, they tried to talk me out of it. You know, have you really thought about the implications of this. She's probably only going to live another three months if she's lucky. And, you know, three days later, I was loading her into my van and she was all of 40 pounds, looked like a little ET doll. And I'm thinking to myself, what was I thinking? And, you know, frankly, almost all of my friends and family thought I'd lost my mind. Um, and I lost what, a lot of what what did you feel this. during this time? I mean, what what were the emotions that were going through you? I mean, if they're thinking, "Wow, she's well, gone off the deep end," but I mean, how did you feel from the inside out around her? What happened to you? Well, I think over that 6-week period of time spending time with her, I mean, she just got into my heart. And you know, I I couldn't then, even ponder, you know, saying no. I was feeling like she's, this is like an angel that's been dropped into my life at a time when I had a lot of things going on in my life that were not that great. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I just felt so blessed to be able to have this little girl show up in my life at that point. And at the same time, I I frankly was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? What what was I thinking? You're married at this time, right? I mean... You were together with I someone? Was, what I did was, your husband however, say? However, you know, it was not a healthy, it was a perfect marriage of dysfunction. And, uh, you know, as what happens with a lot of families when you have a, a loved one with a serious illness or a debilitating handicap, you know, it takes even the best of marriages can suffer. And Mm -hmm. it certainly did in my case. Um, But, you know, in the midst of all this, with all the external, you know, resistance to, you know, what were you thinking? Why are you doing this? Uh, I had one really dear friend who said, look, you know, if Vanessa only lives three months, you have the opportunity to usher her into God's arms. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. You know, yeah, and and spoiler alert, you know, 
27 years later, we did that on Valentine's Day, which, again, was providential because this was a, a young woman at this point. She was 33 when she passed away. Uh, she was six when I took her, so we had 27 amazing years um, filled with glorious, you know, opportunities and, you know, really challenging times. Mm-hmm. And, it sounds, um, you know, sounds to me like you, looking back, you don't regret that, but it had a huge impact on your life. And we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to find out how Vanessa actually changed Kat's life and what that meant to her and where she's taken it now to help lots of people. And so you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. We're talking to Kat O'Sullivan today on our Amazing Women series. And she is sharing a divinely guided story with us. And we're going to be right back. So stay tuned. We have more for you upcoming right here on Making Life Brighter. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now. To showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event, visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. The preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. And today we are featuring Kat O'Sullivan, who is part of our Amazing Women series, and she's sharing a divine story about the daughter that she unwittingly 
came to know through helping someone else's son in the hospital and actually ended up adopting and taking on. And the first segment was about how she got into that scenario. Now, Kat, tell us what it was like after you got home and you know you have this child now. What happened after that? What? How did she thrive? How did she do? What happened with the cancer? And how did you take this on? Well, that's it, it's quite a story. And, you know, I when I brought her home, I think... You know, I just had this overwhelming sense that my assignment was to find ways for Vanessa to thrive, even in the midst of all of the ravages of the ongoing, you know, 15 months of chemo and radiation and, you know, all the backwash of that. And, you know, I think one of the things that that I really learned through that whole experience was, you know, we can either look at the the negatives or we can find ways in the midst of that to, in her case, you know, find ways for her to feel alive and feel like she's contributing and, um, you know, part of the, part of the family. And, you know, she, because of, of the interventions, you know, had some, you know, cognitive issues that, um, were, you know, preventing her from learning in traditional ways, yet, you know, she was vibrant, she was alive, and even on the worst days, one of the things that everyone could count on was Vanessa's smile. It was just, you know, captivating. And so, you know, we went about just trying to find things that she could do that that she could feel successful in, and, and it it prompted a kind of a love-hate relationship between me and the doctors and the social workers um, because they were in the doom and gloom mode and I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to enroll her in kindergarten for the fall. And they're like, she's not going to be alive. Don't, you know, don't spend any money doing that. They can't, they can't determine that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. But you held the faith. I, I did. I, you know, I I was on a mission, and so we did enroll her in kindergarten. She did go. She did graduate. She missed a lot of days, but she was just gleaming when, you know, she had her cap and gown and, you know, was able to, to graduate from kindergarten. And during that year, I don't know what prompted it, but one day she said, I want to take ballet. And I'm thinking, you know, her coordination and her stamina was challenged, but hey, if she wants to do ballet, and I was fortunate enough to find uh, a woman who uh, was teaching ballet that was very accommodating. And so, again, you know, I was told, you know, do not enroll her in ballet. It'll kill her. And I'm like, you said she was going to be gone, so... I'm enrolling her in in uh, ballet, and you know I have the most amazing video of her, you know, in her ballet recitals. And again, you know, just being living life, living um, life. Yeah, breathing breathing life into everyone around her, and you know she was an inspiration wherever she went. And she had a love of animals, and we were able to get her the opportunity to volunteer at the local animal shelter 
she was there for 12 years, and it was like her favorite time of the week when she could go and volunteer, and that led to her being able to get a part-time job at PetSmart. And I have to give it to PetSmart. They were so warm and um, accommodating. You know, she was there 10 years. They used to joke that, you know, she was their best employee despite her, you know, uh, limitations, but her, what she brought to the workplace in terms of her spirit and her work ethic and whatnot um, was quite extraordinary. So, you know, while, while she had a lot of challenges, she had some, you know, really productive years where she was, you know, feeling alive and contributing and other people were blessed, you know, wherever she went. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do have to say that in the middle of all that, uh, while my first marriage fell apart a couple years later, I... Uh, have kind of a sleepless in Seattle story. My uh, husband heard me on the radio and wrote me a letter. And long story short, a couple years later, we married. And um, he, he heard you on the radio. Father. How yeah. did how did he hear you on the radio? I was I was doing a spot for a nonprofit that I worked for. <laughs> and, you know, he listened to the, the show and he had heard me, you know, I was on on a regular basis and he was a single dad and he writes me this letter that was just so charming. And of course, this is 20, 26 years ago, uh, you know, physically writing a letter and just sharing, you know, who he was and what he was about and that he just felt there was some connection. And um, so we met. And we actually, he, he was living some distance from me. And for the next year, we spoke every single night. Oh, that's Never so sweet. Again. But anyway, he has been, was, you know, just the most amazing dad to Vanessa. And he's an architect and was so creative in terms of finding creative ways for her to learn different things that, you know, she wasn't able to learn in the more traditional way and um, just, wow, that, that you know, being is such one a blessing. Amazing man, honestly. Yeah. Well, find you and then because not only did he take me on, but he took mm-hmm. Vanessa on knowingly, you know, exactly. and I just, it's one in a million because I, I, I just can't imagine, you know, I couldn't imagine that anyone would be willing to take her on. I, you know, did not envision that. But again, this whole story is steeped in, you know, a spiritual <laughs> component of, you know. Divinely guided, God for sure. has a great, great sense of humor, you know. And what, just when we think we've got it figured out, watch right. out, you know, look what's going to happen next. So, so then she, she, she went on to um, complete high school, do this job, and then what happened? What happened to her? Yeah, so so the last six years of her life, the progression of her illness really took over, and her brain started atrophying um, at a much accelerated pace. She had dementia. Uh, There were days when she knew who I was, days when she didn't know who I was. 
Um, and the year before she passed away, she had a brain stem stroke, which you're never supposed to survive. But somehow she hung on for another year, but she really wasn't, you know, she was there, but she wasn't there. And it was very challenging um, to see imagine. her in, in, that, in that way. So, um, you know, at, at a certain point, the doctors diagnosed that she had cancer that was just throughout her whole body and, um, you know, didn't give her long. So we brought her home with hospice and for the next week, you know, we're with her before she, like I said, on Valentine's Day, um, she finally, you know, we were able to usher her into the arms of God and she had our, our dog and our cat on the bed with her when she passed away. And it was a beautiful moment of just seeing this glorious spirit transition from here to, you know, God's arms. And I know that her spirit lives on. What a courageous adventure for both of you, really. I mean, here she got to have you and look what brought you to the scenario. It was random chance or not that took you to this hospital (laughs) in the middle of all this. Every aspect of this. Every aspect of this was so kind of unfathomable. Really? You know, it's only in hindsight, honestly, looking back on it, that I can just see how providential it all was, how all the dots connected, and and how that's really influenced so much of who I am and why I do what I do and the passion that I have. So, like I said, her vision lives on. Did did you believe in God prior to this? Were you a spiritual individual prior to this? Yeah, I mean, I, I was. I would characterize myself as spiritual versus religious. Um, but right. I, you know, I had a deep sense of God's um, presence in my life and trust and faith that, you know, He was active in orchestrating my path and you know, looking to him for strength through all this. And and Vanessa believed, after we brought her home a couple months later, she said that, you know, God had healed her. And at that Mm. time, she was healed of the original. They couldn't even find scars from where her surgery was. Oh, you know, I mean, I really do believe that (laughs) God intervened beyond our wildest, you know, in ways we'll never even know. That's so Um, beautiful. I I know without a doubt. Yeah, that, yes. that he, you know. And so your your husband took this on. This. He did. And and how did your, your new husband um, take it when she passed? It was challenging. You know, she was the, the love of his life. And, you know, he had invested so much in her and her in him. I mean, you know, it was... You know, it was, it was, you know, it was a time of mixed emotion. I mean, we were relieved that, you know, she was no longer entrapped in that body and in the illness uh, that occupied it and knowing that she was in a much better place and that God had her, you know, in his arms. And that is so beautiful, Kat. Thank you for sharing this powerful story with us and, you know, what a blessing. What a blessing 
it gives you hope in this world of chaos and craziness that there is a higher power and an order that has, even in, in the suffering, there's beauty and guidance. And so we're going to mm-hmm. come back. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll have more with Kat because what she's done since then is equally amazing. And she's got a grand business that she is uh, working on. And I'd like to share that with you next because she's incredible. Right here on Making Life Brighter Radio, you're listening to a beautiful story on the Amazing Women series. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent. Inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we are showcasing Kat O'Sullivan today, who is part of our Amazing Women series, and she just shared with us a powerful, spine-tingling story of how she came to adopt this child and ended up in this beautiful marriage, and what a beautiful, beautiful story of, as she says, providence coming into her life. And, you know, Kat, I want to ask you, as we come back, do you feel her today? Do you sense her energy around you now that she's passed on? I really do. I mean, sometimes more than others, but I have a beautiful photograph of her in our bedroom, and it's so eerie. Sometimes I'll, I'll stand in front of that, that picture, and it just feels like she's there. You know, her eyes, her eyes were just so alive when she was alive, and even in her passing, you know, it's um, just looking at, at her image you know, makes it makes it so surreal. Mm, you're making me cry. That's amazing. That's so beautiful. So you have taken, well, you, you have gifts 
that you brought to the table anyway, despite the situation. And so share with people some of the work you used to do and now how you've transitioned that into the company that you have. Keisha. Well, I think, yeah, I think the common thread, you know, when I look back over my long career, um, you know, the common thread is really trying to find creative ways to bring out the full potential in people. And that's taken, you know, many different forms over the years from working in corporate, working in the nonprofit arena, in the the public sector, uh, and 12 years in the public education sector trying to affect change in a system that was very resistive to change. Um, And despite, you know, all the support that I had from people like Bill and Melinda Gates, it was just like doors were, you know, not welcoming true innovation. So I decided really the only way I was going to be able to really realize my own potential was to start my own company. And I did that um, 16 years ago. And my company is K-Shift. And, and I always joke, you know, because shift happens. And, you know, I've experienced a lot of shifts in my life, some of them good, some of them kind of challenging. Mm -hmm. It sounds like that, K-shift, that's so clever. That's a great title. So, you know, it's all about, for me, it's all about, you know, when shift happens and what, what worked before isn't working anymore. It's all about trying to shift your perspective, your mindset first and foremost, and and really that's the only way that it's going to open up new possibilities and mm-hmm. help, you know, get the results that you're really, really looking for. And so over the past uh, couple of years, my work has been really focused on what I coined the pesky people problems in an organization. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the reality is whenever we have humans involved, there's pesky people problems. And, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> that's the opportunity to say, okay, you know, like, what do we need to be doing differently? And it, you know, uh, of course, the underlying cause is almost always communications, mindset and communications or lack thereof. And, you know, we've been undergoing seismic shifts in the workplace, in the marketplace, especially with the fact that we have five generations in the workplace today, the most we've ever had. And frankly, it's it's caused a lot of challenges, particularly between the baby boomers and the millennials. Mm. And um, so I really committed this past year to see if you see how I could make a difference in how people are looking at this issue of the growing generation gap. How can we bridge it? How can we fully leverage everyone's potential? Because frankly, the issues that we marched for as baby boomers are still very much issues today. And it's only going to be if we can find ways to, you know, bridge that gap and work together that we're going to finally be able to find some solutions. Well, what is so, the main issue that you address on a regular basis? What what specific problem do you see that you're solving? 
Well, it starts with, you know, for me, I, I joke that my, you know, my talk is, is about what if millennials have it right, a baby boomer's <laughs> confession. Mm, and, that's great. Know, as, I've, as I've shared that, I have people come up to me afterwards saying, Kat, that was really unexpected. And, I, and I'm like, in what way? And they're like, you know, most people who are out there talking about this issue are talking about how can we fix those millennials. And my perspective is quite different. And, you know, my focus is what if the millennials have it right? And what if it's us baby boomers that need to shift our thinking, our perspective, and rather than minimizing their vision and their dreams and their aspirations, what if we come alongside them and mentor them and bring our wisdom and insights into, you know, how we can solve these problems. And, you know, I look at, you know, Time Magazine's Person of the Year, Greta Thunberg, you know, at 16, you know, the impact that she's having in the world. And we have to think, like, how many Gretas are out there with these awesome ideas and energy that we're shutting down? Because Right, and we, we, we're stuck in the old way. Wisdom. Right. So yeah. these technology is changing so quickly and the young ones beyond us have a handle on that already. I mean, they're, they're 10 steps ahead where we're still trying to learn and catch up. Well, <laughs> come on, let's face it. Us baby boomers, we lived in a life before the Internet. Mm-hmm. And the consequence of that when it comes to trying to understand the millennials and Gen Z, who everything that we interacted with, is now in the palm of their hand, instantly, globally, and on demand. And it's so, K-Shift... a different world. You're taking K-Shift... K-Shift. And you're taking it it's to companies now. Monumental K-Shift that needs to happen to, instead of bemoaning that, is to say, how can we leverage that? How can we come together and use that power along with all of our wisdom and insight and... And we can do amazing things. We just got to get over ourselves. And so what? So you're out speaking to corporations. You're out publicly speaking. And are you doing courses on this? Where can people find you? Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking and I also um, work with corporations. I, I facilitate what I coined in sync sessions where we bring people together for a day uh, across generation, which by the virtue of that, it's also from the top to the bottom of the organization. And we take on some issue that they issue or opportunity that they're facing and really rally, you know, everyone in the room to have a voice and to bring their creative thoughts to the table. And it's often the, the youngest people in the room that end up, coming up with that thing that's going to transform what they're going to do next. So why, know, really why excited do you think that is? That. What, what is it about that that makes you say that? Why do you think that happens? Well, I think they, they're not stuck in an old way of thinking and doing about what's possible. They don't, they don't have that. They have that, you know, youthful naivety that, you know, that can, be transformative. You know, they're not held back by, you know, all the things that we've learned over the years that tell us it's not possible. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so and the first question is for me is for them is what if it is possible? Mm-hmm. You know, and do they respond? You know, do the the corporate I'll call them the corporate elders? Do they respond? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they I think, think yes. Good? The good news is yes for for those corporate elders who have the vision and are willing to invest in um, making that kind of a uh, day possible. You know, watching their them transform over the day as they hear what you know what the thoughts are from these young people. You know, it's it's eye opening for them. It challenges their assumptions in a big way and pretty quickly because you know K shifts are significant, but they can also happen in an instant when we shift our mindset. It, it I does love it. Open up a whole new way of thinking. And being. That's, that's really brilliant. And, and it's a great way to kind of bridge the gap, bring people together, and work on all the aspects within a corporation because it's not just, um, it's not just a generational shift, but rather it encompasses everything that we're all currently shifting with because the marketplace is moving yeah. so fast today. Yeah. It's not it's not static anymore. And once you put something in place, you have to keep running with it. So this is a brilliant, brilliant concept. And I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your divine guidance, your brilliance, and your beautiful story today with us. It's been very, very inspiring. And I always ask somebody in each interview, my guests, what makes your life brighter? We can surround ourselves with other people who are inspiring, inspired, and um, share, you know, share that creativity with one another. And, and that's, you know, that, that's what makes my life brighter. That's the reason I get up every day and do what I do is knowing that, you know, there's an opportunity to have an impact and to be impacted. That's so beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you so much, Kat, for being here today. People can find her at kshift.com. Kat O'Sullivan, and uh, she is, you know, someone that can come into your corporation and actually bridge that gap and uh, help you realize maybe where you can actually improve everything that you have already been trying to manifest. But she has that way to bridge that gap, and it is seemingly divinely guided all the way along. I love your story, and thank you so much for being here with us today. So... I will wish you all the best and go jolly this 2020 and we'll be right back with more Making Life Brighter right here. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives, but most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host 
Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. How much health and wellness information have you been exposed to today? Listen to Prescription for Success with Dr. Emil Haldi. Healing and empowerment start from within, but it also takes the best knowledge and advice. That's what you'll find here. Dr. Haldi and his guests will help you make the right life-enhancing decisions for well-being success. Tune in live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Prescription for Success. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with medical intuitive Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. Now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. Hey, everybody. I want to say thank you for listening. Super shout out to everybody around the world. And all of you who are subscribed to this uh, station and channel, and for those of you that aren't, to feel free to sign up and you can get this show every week and you can go to iTunes to Winifred Adams or you can look it up under Making Life Brighter and it'll pop up there. Uh, you should find us now on iHeartRadio. We're on a variety of places. You might even find us on Spotify. And uh, so, you know, Voice America is a place that I'm proud to be and I really have loved being here all these years with you. Over five years. Can you believe it? We've been doing this a long time. We've covered elephants in South America. We've covered uh, healers. We've covered all kinds of things. We've been everywhere. We've talked to experts in their field for iridology. We've talked to healers and authors and scientists. And now we're taking that further, like I said earlier in the show, with Tom Palladino's work for scalar light energy. And scalar light energy is a divine energy source straight from God, and it's uh, taking some of what Tesla did and moving it further out into the next phase where Tom can actually take a pathogen and isolate it, and by distance healing, by applying the light energy he has to the photo of an individual at a distance, can actually help break up that pathogen in their body. And that's not really far removed. I mean, it's similar to the work that I do in remote healing and brain reformatting and bone fusing and all that good stuff. So extreme healing work, which is the work that I do, uses that same light source, that same energy. He Only he's learned to uh, put this into instruments and can, can, he can technically treat whole communities and just needs the photos of people. So if you know somebody that's suffering, really suffering, and they're willing to get a blood test to prove 
that they no longer have the virus in their body and would be willing to tell their story here on the show, please reach out to me because they can get free healing in this series as we showcase this. This is really important. Imagine if you are really suffering, like we had Courtney on um, last week, and she was talking about how it almost killed her. Her internal herpes that she had affected every aspect of her daily life for years. She almost didn't come back from losing so much weight because she couldn't eat anything anymore. I mean, it was wicked. It's not just what people think. It can actually be very systemic and very difficult. And how about the story with Bernard, who had HIV, and he he had terrible symptoms, and then now he no longer has it. It's gone out of his body, proven by blood test. So if you know somebody that's suffering, please have them reach out to me. And if they're willing to do the things I mentioned, then we can perhaps have them on the show, and you know I'll take it from there. So we have so many cool things upcoming. We've got another amazing woman upcoming, and she is a doctor that specializes in, is, specializes, excuse me, in hormone therapy. And she's going to be on with us um, in another few weeks. We have more on the Tom Palladino series upcoming. And Tom's work is going to continue to be showcased, so we'll follow along these case histories, and we'll find out what's happening with these people because Though the virus may be broken up in a system and no longer able to replicate, it may take the person a few months to a year to heal. And everybody's different. But as you heard in the last show with Bernard, he had faith and he had a divine guidance that more or less told him one day he would be healed. And then ironically, Tom's technology somehow made its way to him in Uganda and he was healed. And really, you know, I love these stories. This is what I live for. This is what it's about. This is why I got into doing healing. And I didn't choose to do healing. I just wanted to sing. But life has a way, just like Kat said a few minutes ago, life has a way of guiding you and taking you to the place that you need to go to and where it is that you're supposed to be for the things that you're supposed to do in life. And I believe that wholly and solely. When you've seen enough suffering like I've seen, and then you've seen the miracles that can be on top of that, oh my gosh, it's just, it's worth every second. And, you know, we have a very quick changing society now where people, young people are very hip to all this kind of stuff. It's not so far reaching for them like it was when I grew up. But at the same time, we have a very arrogant society that's very close-minded and, distracted by a lot of negativity in the world and I hope we can shake that loose and I hope this show is a great contribution to shaking that loose in the world. We have so much light that's actually coming in around us and we have so many amazing new technological advances and I'm not speaking about 5G. I'm talking about beautiful light advances that we have just so many, many things that are at our disposal And we need to reach out. And I think, like Kat suggested, this is a time in the world where we can really help one another. And if we work together, young and old, if we work together in groupings, we can actually achieve. And it's not all about monetary gain. It's about the quality of life that we live. 
And so why I'm so vested in the Tom Palladino series is because imagine the quality of life that's coming back to people who were suffering so greatly or were going to die. All the way around, this is absolutely amazing. I mean, just utterly amazing. It's incredible. So I can't wait to share more of that with you. And we'll follow along case histories and we'll, we'll follow people that are willing and able around the world to share their stories. So like I said, we have exciting things coming up this year. Yours truly is going to host a new show, and uh, that's, that's an online TV show on a new network that's coming. And I can't wait to share that with you as we go forward. We have all kinds of courses coming. We have all kinds of fun stuff, and I have a super big reveal. I have been working like a crazy woman over the holiday, creating a brand new organization, which I am so proud to showcase. And it is the Global Association of Medical Intuitives. And this is what I feel is a needed next step, and it's streamlining the field of medical intuition, which as you know, I'm a medical intuitive, and eventually the goal is to marry that with the medical field so that it's legitimized, and here we will feature schools, we'll feature professionals, and we will create an amazing community the world over, including an app. So if you or someone you know is interested in medical intuition, next week we'll be showcasing um, the site, and you can go to that, and I'll share that with you as soon as it's up and out and ready. So stay tuned, everybody, because this is really going to be an amazing year. And the whole theme of this year, as I've said in the interviews I've been doing about the books I've written, is about equilibrium, keeping your equilibrium This is a two-year, a four-year, so it's about balance. And staying balanced and being in concert with your spirit and your divine guidance is exactly what all of the work here is being pointed to. So I hope you'll go jolly and come along with us for this amazing ride. And finally, all these products that I've been creating over time will come to fruition and we can share together and learn together and grow together and I will be featuring some of the neat healers that I know, some of the medical intuitives that I know. We've got a really cool year in store. So if you have questions, you can reach out to me at mlbradio at makinglifebrighter.com. Otherwise, you can stay tuned and share the archives if you want to. You can go to makinglifebrighter.com and go to the radio page and you'll find everything there. So go jolly, everybody. Wishing you a super duper 2020 as we take off. And we will see you next week. We'll be back with more exciting and amazing guests right here on Making Life Brighter. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.